You have heard Ross say, I wish you could see what I see up here when the kids go out. I wish you could have seen what I saw when we were singing a while ago, the, the little lady up here who went to Children's Church. We were all holding our hymn books singing that first hymn, and she was holding a Bible singing that first hymn. <laughs> but she had a book in front of her, and she was singing away, and that was so beautiful to me. Two, two-year-old singing away, and um, out of the mouth of babes, the Lord teaches us. As we prepare our hearts to gather together around the Lord's table, I'd like for us to read a portion that's in 1 Corinthians, but we're going to read it out of our hymnal. I would like for you to have 1 Corinthians in your Bible in front of you also a little bit later, but we're going to go to number 647 in the back of our hymnal and read a section of responsive readings under the heading, The Lord's Supper. It's reading number 647, taken from 1 Corinthians 11, verses 23 through 32. And I'd like for you to read responsively with me. I'll begin the reading. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, after the same manner also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. As we gather together to celebrate the Lord's table, this gives us an opportunity to take a look in five important directions. It gives us an opportunity to take a look backward and remember what Christ did for us in his death. In this passage, and if you have your Bible open there, your personal Bible in 1 Corinthians 11, 24, we read these words there in verse 24. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, 
which is for you, do this in remembrance of me. There was purpose in the sufferings of Christ, and that purpose was directed toward his people. It happened nearly 2,000 years ago, but it happened for us. What happened to Christ on the cross is part of recorded history, but it's not impersonal history. He died for us. And His death on the cross is the all-time guarantee of our Heavenly Father's love for His people. Take a look back and remember, it was done for you. also gives us an opportunity to take a look inward. In this passage, we read in verses 27 and following, 1 Corinthians 11, Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of profaning the body and blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself then, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many of you are weak and ill, and some have died. But if we judged ourselves truly, we would not be judged. But when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined so that we may not be condemned along with the world. This gathering around the Lord's table gives us an opportunity to take a look inward. Time for self-examination. Some of the Corinthians were taking part in the Lord's Supper in an unworthy manner. They were being irreverent. They were being self-centered. It was not a focus on Jesus and what He had done. So it gives us a time for self-judgment, a time for appreciating and appropriating what Jesus has done for us. May the Lord enable us to prepare our hearts as we gather around the table, remembering 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that passage in 1 John reminds us that it's the blood of Jesus that cleanses us. The Lord's table also gives us an opportunity to take a look outward. Look around you. There's a passage in the the chapter before 11, uh, chapter 10, verses 16 and 17, that say this about the Lord's table. Listen to these words, chapter 10, verses 16 and 17. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body. For we all partake of that one body. I love these verses in chapter 10, where it talks about participating in the blood of Christ and participating in the body of Christ. The Lord brings us into a fellowship with Himself. Can you think of anything more amazing and incredible than that, that the Lord God who made us wants us to be in fellowship and partnership with Him? And it's through what Jesus did. And being in fellowship with the living God also means that we're in fellowship, partnership 
with all of his people who are in the body of Christ. Look what he said in verse 17 of chapter 10. Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body. Take a look outward this morning. Take a look around you. Your brothers and sisters in Christ. We're all gathered together to share around the Lord's table. And because of what Jesus has done, we all participate in fellowship with him and also with one another. Maybe you need to just breathe a prayer this morning for a brother or sister in Christ that's around you that you know has a special need this morning. And sometimes brothers and sisters in Christ need to go one another to, to one another and say, would you forgive me for something that has happened between us? We're one body gathered around the one table. It also gives us an opportunity to take a look forward. I love that verse 26 in chapter 11. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death. How long? Until he comes. It's pointing us forward for our hope. And we do this until he comes. It looks forward to that day when the Lord comes back for his followers. And of course, at that time, there will no longer be the need for this ordinance. We will then be with the Lord. And as we have sung, we will see him face to face. But until that day, the communion table helps us to remember the reason for his first coming. When he suffered for our sins... And it helps us to keep focusing on the reality of His second coming when He comes back to take us to be with Him. And it gives us an opportunity this morning to take a look upward and just say, thank you. Thank you, Lord. I mentioned the word Eucharist this morning. Sometimes we don't use that word as much as we may use communion or the Lord's Supper. But the word Eucharist comes from the Greek word which means give thanks. So the Eucharist or the Lord's Supper, the Lord's Table is an opportunity for us to come together and to say thank you. It's amazing to me that we read in 1126, or excuse me, 1124, these words about Jesus, when he had given thanks, he broke it. When the Lord had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Remember this morning, this is the Lord's table. I'm not the host. The deacons are not the host. Our crucified Risen, glorified Savior Jesus Christ is the host. And as he shared it with his disciples, the night before he was crucified, he gave thanks. It's his table. Uh, here at Wake Chapel, we don't practice what some refer to as closed communion, which means you have to be a member of Wake Chapel. It's the Lord's table open to the Lord's followers. If you're following Jesus Christ, if you're trusting Him, 
This table is open to you. The table is for the Lord's followers. Take a look up as we share. Take a look up and say thank you for the body, the broken body. Thank you for the shed blood. Thank you for the relationship, Father, that we enjoy with you because of Jesus, your Son. Take a look up and look to the Lord. May I remind you that the Lord is with us this morning. So as we celebrate together, look to Jesus. He knows you better than you know yourself. Pour out your heart to Him silently where you are in confession, prayer. Unload your heart this morning as we share together around His table because He loves us and He gave Himself for us. I'm going to ask the deacons who are serving us this morning if you would come please as we prepare to celebrate together. Our deacon Craig Deal is going to return thanks this morning for the broken body of Jesus. Would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, as we come before your holy table this morning, make us mindful that this bread is the body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, broken for us, that it is only by his death and resurrection that we are cleansed from sin, that it is not because we are worthy, but because you are merciful. And we also ask that you always make us mindful that it is only through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may come before your throne of grace. Amen. Let's remember the words of our Lord. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Our deacon Joe Fort is going to lead our thanks to the Lord for his shed blood. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we partake of this juice, it's a stark reminder of the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on the cross and is symbolized in the curtain here in front of us as we stand. May we remember that the sacrifice that was paid on that cross is what ripped apart the curtain that allowed us to boldly come into the Holy of Holies. And it also represents his shed blood that paid the price for our sins that we may live with you everlasting. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. As we share together the cup of the Lord, let's remember his words Do this in remembrance of me. We believe that after that meal that the Lord had with his disciples, you've heard Ross say this many, many, many times, that they sang a hymn and then then they went out. We believe that when they sang a hymn, they, they sang a group of psalms from the book of Psalms, several of them probably. And uh, we're not going to sing those psalms this morning. We're going to sing another song, Blessed Be the Tie That Binds Our Hearts in Christian Love. Maybe one of these Sundays we'll, we'll get a song that's got some of the words from one of those psalms and sing that as well. But I love this song as it reminds us that the relationship we have with our Lord because of His death on our behalf 
brings his body into a relationship also with one another. And that binds us together. His spirit indwells his body. And may the Lord now empower his body as we leave this place to take forth this good news of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his, he cause his face to shine upon you. May he give you his peace. Amen.